But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 That's really good. Welcome back to the hit list. Appreciate everybody letting us know that Tyler didn't have his audio going on. Tyler, what's really good? Uh, now, hopefully, everything's really good. <laughs> my bad, everybody. <laughs> Actually, it was 100% my fault. I don't exactly know what happened. And I just turned everything off, turned it back on, and we're back in it again. But let's go ahead and start from the bottom. Apparently, you think Turbo is ass. Let us know why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Turbo's, Turbo's not ass. Turbo is an underachieving performer right now. Um, as I was saying uh, that nobody got to hear and everything, uh, I believe every challenger, whenever they bring you know, themselves onto the game, they have these little nicks and knacks about what they do you know, consist consistently. And Turbo is always, always giving us great interviews and one-liners. And he's always dominating challenges, no matter what they are, heights, physical, puzzles. And so far, it's just been a big old turd from him, man. To be honest, he's not doing much. He's kind of just in the background. Now, maybe that's his strategy. Maybe he's letting Team USA run the ship and he's just going to sit back until it's time to perform. But if he doesn't do it soon, they might throw him in. But that's a good point because who wants to have Turbo just lying about, you know, ready to be carried on to a final? But don't you think you're kind of unfairly focusing on him? Isn't everybody kind of underperforming to a certain degree? On the US side, I think there are lots of underperformers. I do think they are. I think the biggest difference is, is that they have friends on that same side where Turbo doesn't really have as many allies. He has like one or two, but he doesn't have lifelong friends. But as of right now, he's not performing up to what he should be. I think he's just laying low, man, just laying low. I think the second and then I look looking, Turbo is gonna come through and fuck some shit up. But let's go ahead and move on next to Leroy, one of my favorite challengers. Early in the season, you said that he has to change his game up. He has to try different tactics because the thing that's been working for him hasn't been getting him very far in this game. How do you feel about Leroy acknowledging your, not directly, but acknowledging what you said earlier in this season on the hit list about him having to change tactics to go far this season? Well, apparently he's a fan of our hit list because he, he, he listens and he learns. No, this is way earlier, but um, it's, it's awesome. It makes me become more of a fan of him when I watch him change his game, grow his game, and just start developing into more of a, a lethal player instead of just like a physical, you know, bodyguard. He acknowledged that it's always him kicking it with bananas. He needs to politic more. Who do you think Leroy should have to gravitate towards that can take him far? Yes. Well, not after what uh, we've seen today. Uh, uh, that actually, before this episode, that would have been a perfect name to say because nobody would expect it and it'd be the best bodyguard. Um, but with who's left and everything, I think he needs to latch himself onto Polly. The reason why I'm saying Polly is because we know Polly and Bananas have had this kind of back and forth type beef. He doesn't have to be Polly's best friend, but he's just got to remind Polly, like, hey, I'm, it's in your best interest to keep me around. I am good at this. I'm good at this. I'm not good at that, but I'm always going to push myself. And that's what Polly wants. Polly wants people that are going to give it everything. Do you really think so, Polly needs anybody? He's been kind of killing it already. Doesn't, you know, he, you know, he talks to talk, he walks to walk. Would Leroy be a benefit to Polly or would it just bring him down? I don't think Leroy would really be a benefit to him. I don't think Polly needs him. I don't think Polly really needs a lot of people. But, uh, and this is only me speculating because I've never been an actual contestant, but when you're within the game and somebody hands you a vote, they hand you a number, it's almost hard to say no. Because as soon as you say no, well, then they go to somebody else and go, they don't want me on their side. There's something fishy going on. 
it's, it's kind of like you're forced into this relationship. It would, he, it naturally, he would agree to the terms, but Leroy would be at the bottom of his list, I feel. Let's go ahead and talk about this daily challenge. But uh, yeah. it, it, de- it definitely looked crazy. Uh, Team UK, for the most part, smoked Team US. Uh, visually, what did, you make of the, what did you make of the daily challenge? What would you give it on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, I'd put it like a 7. Um, I think it would have been better if they would have had like rounds to go in. Like Team USA split up into two groups and everything, so it wasn't so cluttered. Because it's very hard for me as a fan to see what each person was doing. They only showed me a little bit of everybody. Uh, so if they had broke it down, it would have been better. I think it was a great challenge because it tested everybody, you know, in multiple different ways, which is what you want to challenge somebody. Do you think that Team US was put at a huge disadvantage by having to go first? Absolutely. Uh, I think probably like 75 plus, 75 to 85% of the challenges, if you go first, it's a disadvantage. There's hardly any like balanced challenges where it doesn't matter. Um, and Team UK saw what Team USA did wrong and just immediately tried fixing it. Uh, yeah, it was a like huge disadvantage. What did you make of Theo getting caught cheating? I don't think any of us, you know, when we saw, when we all saw the trailers and when we all saw the previews, we all knew that somebody cheated. Were you mm. surprised that it was actually Theo who got busted out for doing it? No, not really. I think uh, a big thing within the challenges, and the reason why is I, I'm, I'm kind of separating who he is before the challenge as like, you know, a professional athlete who follows the rules. And I think in this situation, a lot of challengers I've heard in interviews say that if uh, you don't ask, then it's hard for them to disqualify you on something. So it's more so don't ask, you know, and just do. So I think that's what he did. He just saw something and I think he was falling and it just ripped and whatever. Let me see if I can get away with it. I don't think it was deliberate. Not at all. I think it was 100% deliberate. Really? He yanked the thing off. And you know what? The problem is he thought he could get away with it. Got to be yeah. slicker than that. Got to be slicker than that. But before we get into the rest of this mid tier and the top tier, let's go ahead and take a look at these power rankings one more time. All right, so hopefully you guys got a good look at that. Let's go ahead and move on to Rogan. Rogan got himself some camera time in a card game with his boyfriend, Joss, and he also got into a big fight with Theo, saying that he can't handle a, a glass of Pinot Grigio. So yeah. what do you make of Rogan getting some camera time, bulking out his chest? Uh, it's a great way to call a man out if you want him to get mad at you is tell him he can't handle his alcohol. <laughs> it's an easy little jab there. Um, it was too easy of a fight. I think it was pointless, in my opinion, through his alliance, through his Team UK. Um, it was great for TV time. Uh, it gave us something to watch. There must have not been too much interesting going on that night, but that little argument was good. And then him you know, hanging out with Josh is actually a comedic relief thing that I, I enjoy. I enjoy a little best friend you know, bromance from here to here. But it was interesting to see that he went towards Theo. I just, Theo's one of the best people on Team UK. I think it would be smart to just keep your best players at this point and not piss everybody off. So it's interesting right now. Does Joss and Rogan hold all of the power in Team UK? They hold the numbers. Uh, whether or not it's power, they hold the numbers. Um, I broke them down into like three different groups. Uh, you know, you got your misfits that don't really fit in, Theo's crew, and then you got your Jogans, which right now they have six, you know, out of the 13 if CT is in their group and having numbers is almost more important than being a better player, you know, in these games. Yeah. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than smart. Yeah. Team UK overall. I mean, they would have gotten to win if there wasn't caught cheating. What do they got to do to beat the Americans? Cause they're getting their ass whooped in the daily, which means their people is going to have to keep going into elimination. They're getting desperate. They're getting desperate. Um, now what they're going to have to do is they're just going to have to sit back some more. Taking some losses really doesn't matter, I feel like, at this point. If you lose a couple players more, it doesn't really matter because 
eventually team USA, it's like a, it's like a mosquito bite. They're going to want to itch sooner or later, and they're going to want to scratch off all the people they don't like. It's going to happen. They're going to explode from the inside. If, if you can survive and last until you team USA starts going after each other, like they already have, uh, then team UK will be fine in the long run. Let's go ahead and move into this top tier. Uh, at number nine, you have Ashley. Ashley got herself considerably more TV time. She did well in the daily, and we've seen her politicking without the politicking attached to it. Yeah. What do you think of uh, Ashley finally stepping up and getting, getting thrown into this game, making some moves? Uh, we saw, you know, again, like we talked about Leroy, we're seeing Ashley evolve before our eyes. Um, she's finally, you know, using her politics outside of the bedroom. And it's awesome to see that she has this skill set. You know, she doesn't have to sleep around to get votes. She can actually just use her voice, be powerful, be loud like she is. And, you know, it's nice. And I said it earlier, I really like the little comment she made when they were thing, you know, saying Joss was the threat on the other team because he made a final and immediately she just shut it down going, yeah, but I beat him. And I, I really like that. Actually. <laughs> I liked it. Absolutely. I wasn't a huge fan of Ashley on her real world season and her first couple of times at the <laughs> challenge wasn't that great, but she did win two of these, not by accident. She did it by winning and she put some really great competitors under her belt. She's really grown to me as a competitor. I do like her actually without the crew. She's making moves. She's getting it done. And all reality, not a lot of people got a lot of shit to say to her. She won two of these things, the highest female winner of all time, pretty much won half of the challenges that she's been in. Ashley is the real deal. Yeah, I mean, right now, she doesn't have her mean girls with her. And she's walking around like Regina George at the end of the movie, just causing <laughs> chaos. You know? And that's what she's doing. And it's, it's going to pay off, I, I think, um, if, if this continues and everything. And it seems like the team is, is listening to her. Yeah, she doesn't like she gets some uh, respect with, when it comes to Team U.S. But Team U.S. is, it is a shit show. Yeah. We've seen, so after one of these meetings with Team U.S., very sloppily and very unlike Wes. I mean, it's one thing for Wes to be loud and have a lot of braggadocio when it comes to him. But usually, he is a well-oiled machine. The people around him, he keeps in check. But he ran his mouth around a sleeping Laurel, and she went and blew his spot up to Josh. Uh, Josh then turns around. And because he's in a position of power that Team U.S. wanted to put him in a position to see if they could trust him or not. <sighs> he went, betrayed Team U.S. He got into it with Wes. What do you make of the struggle between those two? You know, was Wes in the wrong? Was Josh in the right? I mean, there's a lot of different ways you could take it. How do you feel about it? So if I am not a fan, I'm not a viewer, if I'm on Team U.K. watching Wes and Josh, Josh talk right now and everything, Josh is in the wrong. Um, he's 100% in the wrong because... The entire room, Team USA, sat down and said, this is what we're doing. We're going for this guy or this guy. We're going for their best guys. We're going to pick them off of the head, and we're slowly going to go. And Ninja made a great comment that, you know, I, I can't say it exactly, but Josh is an overreacting emotional player. And then immediately he storms away emotionally saying, no, he's not. And um, he, was in the wrong, he was in the wrong here. I don't care what anybody says about Wes. Um, and I know there's a lot of banana fans or there's a lot of whatever Jordan fans. And they don't like Wes because their favorite doesn't like Wes. But Wes is one of the best competitors this game's ever seen. He's always good for the team because he's good at everything. He's not great at anything except for swimming, but he's good at everything. And he's, you know, you put him in a position to do well during a daily. He will do well during a daily. I mean... Shit, he won a daily with Devon. He can do anything. And, <laughs> and for being honest, and Josh got emotional. Let Laurel control Josh for a second. And yeah, now Wes shouldn't have said his comments. Obviously, he shouldn't have said his comments. 
but he was only saying what everybody on Team USA is thinking anyways. Josh is the rookie on the team. He is going to eventually get picked off. I think Josh was 100% in the right. Wes already said that he's going to target him. He's already known that he's not that popular on Team US. Um, and I think Josh had a very good point. Take him out before he takes you out. In that point, yeah, you're 100% right. I mean, how often would Josh get the tribunal? How often would he be in a position of power to do this move and everything? Never again. Probably Never not. Again. Probably not. And you are supposed to, you know, it's popular right now. Shoot your shot, you know? And he did. And it was successful. So in that aspect, Wes was talking bad on him. He got back to him. The only reason Wes was talking bad about him, though, is because he was contemplating not following through with the plan. So we could say they're both wrong. Wes was in the wrong for making his comment public. He shouldn't have said it out loud. It's not good for team morale. Uh, and I think Josh acted emotionally. Loru definitely had a big hand when it comes to that. How much blame do you put on her for pretty much, you know, causing chaos in Team, in team U.S.? This is her plan. As much as everybody wants to boast and give Josh credit, um, it's her plan. And it's her plan because that's what we see. I have a theory right now that, you know, she's snuggling up with Bear, and Bear's always wanted to go against Western Elimination, and he whispered into her ear. That's what I think happened. But let's go back to what we saw. Laurel is completely doing whatever she wants, like she always does. She doesn't give a shit if her allies or her team or whatever she's with goes along with it. She doesn't care if her significant other in the challenge has an easy elimination. She doesn't care. She's there to win and she's gonna do whatever it takes to win. And so, I mean, it's, it's interesting that she decided to do it three episodes in. Um, <laughs> but, you know, um, there's this weird vibe going on with everybody this season where they have to try and, you know, hit a home run every single episode. And I, I don't know why, but it's entertaining nonetheless. All right, let's get into one of the highest rises that you've got. You got Bear in the number two spot. Now, I can only assume that he got the spot because he went into elimination, he called out West, and he took him out. What are your favorite things that Bear has done so far this episode that made him your number two? Um, so Bear right now, and I said this, I said this last season when I was like writing these favorite power rankings and everything, is that, is that Bear is a complete player. He is exactly what the challenge wants. He's going he's gonna to fight with people. He's going to fuck people. He's going to do great in dailies. And he's not going to be afraid to call people out. And that's what the challenge wants. They want everything. And this episode, we got to see it. He was calling out Team USA. He did great during the daily challenge. He was calling people out that weren't doing well. He had drama in the house. He wants to be the leader of the team and nobody takes him serious. As soon as they don't take him serious, all right, well, then fuck you guys. And he leaves. I love it. I love it. And then he goes up against one of the greatest challengers of all time, the best elimination king you know, of the males and everything. And he beat him, you know, beat him 2-0. He swept him. And it Stunk. showed. He skunked him 100%. And I believe if this elimination would have happened last season, Wes would have won because Wes was training and Bear didn't. As soon as Bear lost to Kyle, he went back home to the UK and started training immediately, showing how serious he is about this game. Uh, I, I like Bear as a challenger. I like him all around. He's great for the show. Yeah, I like him too. He kind of reminds me a lot of Cara Maria. Cara Maria came in. She would get bounced out early, kind of bullied. And one of the things that drew me most at, to being a Carver fan is that every season she comes in more and more prepared. She trains mm -hmm. hard in the offseason. She doesn't fuck around. So I'm glad to see Bear really take this seriously yeah. and really starting to live up to his potential as a challenger. Now, he has some personality issues that he has to deal with, but we're starting to see him really come around. And taking out West was a fucking statement win, if there ever was one. But let's go ahead and move into the last spot your number one spot, Loru herself. I think it's real easy to see why she's number one. 
Tell us why you put her in that number one spot this week. Um, so just touching back on what we said earlier and everything, she controlled everything. Uh, for some reason, people keep picking her to be in the tribunal. And as soon as they do, she calls the shots. Every time she wants somebody to go into elimination, they do. And this is not just now. This has been happening every season she's been on. If she has her na- your name in her mouth, you're in. There's no second chances. There's no nothing. And I like the fact that she sticks to her game and she does what works. Now, um, the sloppy part is, is like she's caused turmoil. She's caused turmoil uh, within Team USA. There's going to be a divide, you know. But on her side, the reason why she ranks higher than Josh on these rankings is because Team USA isn't focusing on her as much as they are him in a negative light. You know, I, I really like what she did this this day, this whole show, this whole episode today. Let me ask you a question. If Laurel didn't say what's his name first, do you think Josh would have? No way. No way. And everybody can say what they want. He's a big brother player and they're scared. Big brother players play scared. And I know everybody would say, well, Polly doesn't play scared. Polly only got on Big Brother to get on the challenge. That's simple. He's not a he's he's a challenger. He's not a big brother. I think <laughs> I honestly think if Josh didn't have support from somebody else, he would have never done it. Because until Laurel even presented him with the idea, he wasn't even going to do it. Like, he was just mad at Wes. And then Laurel's like, let's vote him in. And he was like, oh, my God, that's a great idea. I would have never have had a strategic idea like that. Like, so, no, I, I, don't, I don't think he would have. All right. Definitely figuring that. Well, another solid hit list. Top yeah. to bottom. Appreciate it. Can't wait to just absolutely rip it apart when it comes to Love War Challenges coming out sooner than you think. Make sure you guys check out shop.lovewarchallenges.com for all of your hit lists, Love War Challenges, and Challenge Gear. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at LWC Podcast. Make sure you visit us at lovewarchallenges.com. That's going to be the end of the show. Thank you guys for sticking with us. See you. Yeah. Later. Peace. Peace.